Alrighty, gentlemen, so we're here at uh, Elk River uh, for the uh, rounds five and six for the Champ Off-Road. Pro-Light drivers uh, Trey Gibbs Jr. and uh, Matt Wood. And missing in the middle, Kyle Greaves. Got a taste of Pro 4 and it's too good for a Pro-Light press conference. So speaking of, uh, Kyle Greaves is scared of rain. What do you guys think about that? You and me first. Oh, yes, <laughs> yeah. then pick up the mic too. Oh, you can go. Well, um... I mean, he said it, not me, but, you know, I'll, I'll take it. Uh, you know, I always, I always like to go out and racing. I mean, we're all on the same course, driving the same track, so it is what it is, and either way, we're going to go out there and throw it down, whatever we got. Yeah, I got to pick on KGB a little bit. He's from Wisconsin. He should be used to rain a little bit more than that. I mean, the Michigan boy and the California boy are here together, so I don't know. He's going to have to bring his game tomorrow if it keeps raining. That's all I can say. So, obviously, you guys are uh, setting the third in points. Um, with KGB jumping in the Pro 4, did you guys view that as a potential opportunity where his mind was somewhere else during those Pro Light uh, races? Or did you just think, like, hey, he's out there getting more experience, more track time uh, in the seat? I kind of felt like it was it was a struggle for him, actually, to swap back and forth he, since he wasn't used to it. It kind of took him a little while to get back into the mindset of which truck he was in. So I think it was an advantage actually, because I mean he wasn't two completely different animals when you hop in them. So it, I think it was a, a help to everybody else in the class, because I mean when he's spot on, he's hard to catch for sure. So I think it uh, it helped us, but I don't know, we'll see. We're getting quicker too, so we're gonna try to knock him off that top spot. I'm gonna have to completely disagree. Um, I think just from just from my racing experience and being in different cars, I think when you go to a car that's bigger and even faster, it and then you go and jump back in the slower vehicle, it slows everything down. So it's he's going from a Pro Ford or a Pro Light, and that transition, yes, one's four-wheel drive, one's two-wheel, which I will say I think he struggled in the first couple laps, but the second he kind of got back into the two-wheel drive mindset is when everything slowed down, and I think that's coming, doing that, that big of a jump from going from 1,000 horsepower to only 500 two-wheel drive to four-wheel drive, and a couple hundred or 100 pounds difference, I think that made a huge difference because it's I mean, just like I said, from my experience, going from a bigger car back down to the smaller car, once you make that transition back down to the small car, it slows everything down. You can drive it that much harder. You have that much more push. And I think that's, like I said, it helped us in the first couple laps, but I think once he kind of figured it out, that's where he had a couple more mile an hour, was able to push into a corner that much harder than we were. But like like he said, it's we're a... Uh, we're still fresh. He's got a couple more extra years on us, and we're uh, we're slowly starting to pick it off. And we're knocking on his back door, so we're we're going to be here all year long. So then, the uh, question I want for you, then, uh, since we're going to stay on you, is uh, at Crandon, uh, he had the lead. Calgary's uh, caught up to you, patched you, but your you Brock and Kyle were all competing at the end of the year last year. Brock's gone. It kind of seems to be the same story. Um, I don't know, what's kind of like the, the plan, like the mindset for the rest of the year after having raced Crandon and kind of going through him just, I don't want to say picking you off, but essentially kind of getting around you. 
Yeah, no, for sure. Uh, he's always been super fast that track. That's always been one of the tracks I kind of struggle at. I've never been super good at the wide open, kind of just open corner. I'm more of a tight technical. So, I mean, I, absolutely, I, I had a good lead, and um, we ended up kind of actually losing losing some parts in the truck, which kind of we ended up falling off towards the end. But, you know, it's it's racing. Everybody's got to go through the same thing. And like I said, he's always been fast at Cranon, so I expected him to be on my back bumper. And you know, honestly, when he got by me, it wasn't it wasn't a discouragement. It was really just, okay, let's go see what he's doing better and see what I can improve on or see what I can maybe do better. And, uh, you know, with that being said, going on the rest of the season, I know we have the tighter, more technical tracks coming up. And with us being as close as we are now, I think hopefully I have a good advantage in this kind of later later end of the season. And, uh, you know, either way, it's it's gonna feel I feel like it's gonna be us three kind of all battling it out. So. In which I'm, I'm a big fan. The more trucks we can put up there, the more that are able to win. It makes it that much better for the fans, and it makes it that much better for us racers. Like, we can go out there and have three or four guys that can all win at the same time. It makes it that much more exciting for us drivers because we're coming back to the pits, and we're, we're trying to involve, okay, they're doing this. Let's maybe try doing this to get faster. And it just – I think that's a good, good push for the sport too. It's everyone's trying to get faster. When you only have one or two guys that are fast out there, it – kind of gets boring so the more you put out there the more the merrier and uh i think it's gonna be a good season but i know for sure i still have a lot left in my tank and a lot to figure out so kyle better kyle better be ready uh question i got this for matt um you know you've kind of been around pro life you've been there but you haven't been there this is an opportunity where you're at 30 points you know what i mean you're poking your nose and you're getting your name out there more uh, what's kind of that mindset for you? Are you excited to kind of be up in the mixture with, with things or is it something that you know like you have that experience to be there and this is just customary for you? Yeah, I mean, we're, um, the best way to put it is we're a family, small budget, small, I mean, everything is downsized compared to everybody. So to be able to run with these guys, I mean, they got the best equipment and we got great equipment too, don't get me wrong, but our budgets are definitely a little bit smaller. And um, I'm really happy to be where we are right now. I'd like to be at the top spot and I can't believe that we're able to be around there every weekend. I mean, we're still trying to figure it out because I went from a side-by-side -side into the truck and I only drove the truck like twice before we showed up last year. And uh, after getting a full season in last year, I feel like we got a lot better, uh, like hold on all the different setups and all the different tracks and everything. And I can push it a little bit more and we're all kind of at the same pace. It's just kind of depends who makes mistakes and who doesn't. And I mean, everybody's, everybody's pushing it. So I think it's gonna be a good year. And we, uh, we definitely got a little bit to work on, but we're close, so. I'm really excited to see if we can t knock a couple wins off from Kyle and Trey here and see what we can do. Anybody else have any I'm just gonna ask them about ERX then. Um, last two questions for you guys then. You know, being from California, um, you know, those tracks are kind of something similar to ERX, a little bit more tight, a little bit more technical. Do you feel that this is an opportunity then for you now that you've got more experience, more seat time? to kind of maybe close in on Kyle and maybe think like, hey, this could be this could be your track, because guys like RJ flourish here, so. 
Yeah, no, absolutely. I definitely, uh, ERX has always been kind of one of my favorites. Uh, a couple years back when I was in the pro buggy, we had a super good weekend here. So, you know, for some reason, the elevation change, the way the track layout and the way you get your tight kind of banky corners, you have your rhythm section. It's, uh, it's definitely a lot like the kind of West Coast race tracks that I'm used to. So coming in this weekend, I'm definitely confident and hoping that I can close up that gap even more. But, uh, you know, after qualifying today, Kyle went out there and laid down some laps. Um, I mean, I was a little off on truck setup, so we're we're back at the camp right now, getting it getting it fixed. So we're good to go racing for tomorrow. But you know, it's uh, it's always it's always been good racing here, and we're we're ready to do it tomorrow. And uh, for you, Matt, about uh, ERX, I know you're a Michigan guy, and, and <laughs> I don't know if Bark River's kind of your jam or. Yeah, I mean, I've always kind of been a Bark River and Cranon guy. I like high speed. I like holding it as far as you can and as long as you can and trying not to use the brakes at all. So ERX is kind of like the mix in between the short tracks like Lena and Anago and Crandon and that. So you got to have that fine line where you can't just run it all the way into the corner, but you got to set up a little bit earlier. And I'm starting to figure it out and we're getting there. I mean, our setup wasn't perfect today either, but um, we got a little bit to work on and I, I think we can get there. I mean, the the track was super deep, like me and Trey were talking about today. It was different from when we've been here before, for sure. I mean, they must have laid some fresh dirt on top of the track or turned it over really good. And uh, But it wasn't drying up or getting blue grooved or nothing, so I think it's going to turn out to be a great weekend for everybody. And as long as you got the right setup, it's going to be, I think everybody's going to be competitive. I don't think anybody will be running away with it. So should be good for the fans and good for the drivers and I'm sure it's going to be back and forth in between us there might be some fiberglass gone but I wouldn't want it any other way. Anything else you have to say for like sponsors or anything else like that? Thank you. Uh, I'd like to thank Yokohama Tire they came on big I mean they're really helping us out and then uh, everybody else that helps us out I mean we don't have a whole lot of people but we got some small sponsors and stuff that I really appreciate. Um. Yeah, I just want to give a huge thanks. Obviously, Max just came on board, which huge tires are a big thing. And, you know, we, uh, they've, they've proved their tires already. So for them to come on board and trust me to join them and be a part of their team is a huge thing. Um, Bill signed shocks, steal it. Uh, obviously, my dad's business, KB Engineering. Um, you know, all the other little guys that support me, they, they truthfully do do a ton, and without them, it wouldn't all be possible. So, so cheers off to them, and hopefully I can make a good weekend for all of us. Okay. All right, gentlemen, we're here at uh, ERX for rounds five and six for the uh, Chad Buffett series for the Pro 2 class. Uh, first question I want to start off with is for Corey Winter. Um, in Crandon, uh, a little too scared for the press conference. What's up? I was hungry. Yeah, grab Mike. Oh, okay. <laughs> I was hungry too. <laughs> All right, moving on. Okay, so uh, Mika Thomas. Simple question. Uh, obviously, big news for you. I uh, just announced that you're going to be a father. Uh, so, with that in mind, this weekend, I don't want to ask: Is it going to be any sort of distraction, or is it going to be such like a big joyous thing this weekend where? Is your mindset going to change at all? No, I don't think so. You know, we've known for, for a while now. We just we just announced it publicly, me and my wife, uh, yesterday. So 
uh, we're super happy, super stoked. You know, I'm excited to be growing, growing the family. And uh, no, same mindset. You know, I'm going to be racing hopefully for many, many more years to come, and hopefully my my kids, you know, start racing as well in the future. So I'm excited, growing, growing the racing team, and uh, looking forward to it. So then, sticking with you, Mickey. Um, you know, so far this race season, you've done tremendous. You're second in points. You know, something a little bit similar to last year, where you're up there, but you're not, right. you know, losing races anymore. What's been the difference from last year to this year? Is it just, is it a stroke of luck or is it just you maybe driving a little bit differently, a little bit more conservatively, being okay, knowing like, hey, I may be in third, I don't need a hard charge for the next spot. Yeah, I mean, I think we have the same mindset. Like Crandon was, just had a few little mishaps that set us back, you know, got a flat on, on the Sunday mud race and uh, honestly had a good race on Saturday. Just couldn't work around Corey, um, but had a fast truck all weekend. Like, I think we're in the same spot really didn't make a lot of changes to the truck from last year because we had we had such a good truck last year just kind of you know trying to trying to stay smooth and um, hit my lines not do anything stupid and uh, you know I, I, I still think we're we're in a good spot this year uh, got a six invert today not gonna help us out uh, for tomorrow but it seems like those things never go my way but it is what it is and we're gonna make the best of it then moving down to Corey then um, you know again you know same same story, same year. You know, you're third in points. Again, you're Mr. Consistent. What's that mindset then, I guess, for you, seeing as how it's been kind of the same thing for the last three years? Is there any sort of, like, spark there? Is there something like kind of how Mickey had where your goal is to have just the most amount of wins? Kind of what are you trying to do differently from the last two years to make this year different? Um, you know, I mean, kind of like what he said, had the same mindset, like, like I was kind of telling you guys, I don't go out there just like being content with how I'm sitting in third. Let's just stay there. It's like, like I want to push to win and I want to be there to win. But like at the end of the day, like I'm, I'm here to win a championship for my sponsors. Um, that's one of the main goals. And being so close the last two or three years is like that's extra motivation right there for us. So, um, you know, that's that's my goal. Like I want to win every race, but in real and like realistically, you just kind of let the race come to you sometimes and see where you're sitting and then make the smart decisions. But um, yeah, I mean, have the same mindset as years years past and we did some changes to the truck this year just to see if we can improve or find something and it's been working out for us and we've just been cranking along on it and learning stuff every weekend. So um, yeah, I mean, it's been good. Already having three podiums out of the last four races is a great start for us and still sitting in third in points. So we're still a little bit back there, but uh, yeah, it's a good solid beginning of the year for us. So, um, yeah, just being consistent again, but just trying to run up front every time I can. Uh, and then obviously then moving on to Ricky. Uh, Ricky, you started out great last year. You know, you had a dub, you had a win. Uh, leading points at one point. Now you're fourth in points. I think you're 30, 35 back. Um, nothing too crazy. Uh, what's kind of in your mindset and knowing it's a bit of a change from last year, is it just kind of that experience knowing like, hey, I've kind of been in this position before, or is it easier to kind of chase these guys rather than try to defend that point? Well, well, kind of like what Corey said, I mean, you kind of have to, at some point, you do have to be realistic. Like, in Anago, we started really strong, um, and then, like, going into Sunday, like, you can tell I was really trying to catch Mickey, and I just made a stupid mistake, like, just trying to charge for that win where I really should have just settled in, so... Um, Definitely learned my lesson, and at some point, I kind of have to be a little more realistic and settle in. And exactly what these guys said, sometimes you have to let the track come to you and let the race come to you. And 
um, <clears throat> just try to be the smarter driver. Um, I mean, everyone here, I mean, it's, the field's so competitive this year, and um, I don't know, it's just tight racing. And at, at some point, you just have to settle down and, and, and be smart about it and just take what the track gives you and what the race will give you. So, <clears throat> what then I want is kind of your, your guys' thoughts on uh, the Crandon Cup race, two you guys raced it, one you didn't. Um, obviously, you guys have different reasons for it. And I think that, you know, on the podcast, we were able to kind of talk about it, but maybe in this situation, more people get to understand it on why Ricky, you raced it, Mickey, you raced it, but Corey, you did. Kind of, I guess, just give a quick rundown on, on why you guys decided to participate, not participate in the cup race. Yeah. Um, I, I mean, I just, <clears throat> I come out here to race. You know, we, we just, we spent a lot of money coming out here to, I mean, we move our whole entire race program to Wisconsin and, um, I'm going to race whatever race, you know, I can do. And, um, it was pretty gnarly getting all the mud off after that mud race, but, um, we did it and we got ready for the cup race and, um, I don't know. I'm just, I'm here to race at the end of the day, you know, and whatever cup race it is, even after a mud race, you know, I'm, I'm going to do it. So just having fun. That's all about, that's what it's all about pretty much. Uh, yeah, I mean, pretty much exactly what Ricky said. You know, we're out here to have fun, uh, race what we can. And honestly, there's a big payout for that Crandon race, the 10 grand, like we were after that. Um, we thought we had, we had potential chance to go out there and win that, and uh, we wanted to give it a shot. So didn't work out, got second. But, um, you know, like you said, we're out here to race. Uh, the mud race was tough. Definitely uh, stressed the crew and myself out, getting that thing cleaned up and ready to go. And, um, you know, we, we ran hot that that morning race too so it was it was questionable for us but at the end of the day we just said look let's go out have some fun see if we can win this thing and and uh, at least learn something we tried a new thing you know a couple new things on the truck it's kind of a freebie to just throw some setup stuff at it and see if it works so we, we took that opportunity to do that and learned a few things and you know had a good time so glad glad we did it yeah so uh after that mud race that's job in itself as everybody knows um just getting through that one and try not to get as much damage as you can and having to clean up after that and then having a second race the same day um no that it wasn't that much of a big of a deal for us but it was really just like we're sitting in a good spot and you know everybody dealt with with cutbacks and the sport and drivers and sponsorships and all that stuff so um you know we had some unfortunate stuff happening during testing that kind of took some of that cost from us and, and things. So nothing against like the purses that's out there and you know, everybody's doing what they can to help our sport. And, uh, but to go out there and, and race against guys and you know, one guy's only gonna get 10 grand. Not everybody can. So it's like, yeah, you wanna go out there and race, but if I go out there for, for X amount and I blow a motor up for 30 or 40 and it's like, well, what did I go out there? Like that, that's, that's part of the tough decisions that we gotta make. and. Um, that's just kind of the spot we were put in and we had a solid weekend and the truck was in great shape like we could have gone out there but like we we kind of just said let's focus on on the next rounds and getting making sure we're prepared for all of these points races that, that we're here to really actually do um, and and get a good result for our sponsors at the end of the year so uh, it was a tough decision like like I said there's no malice towards any of the guys shipping in for sponsorship for that race and Cranon, any of the guys that raced, any guys that didn't race it, it just, it was a tough decision. And, and like, I, I, I wasn't expecting the weather to not clear up for us. That's another big reason I didn't want to. I'm like, there's, there's no point. Like, if it downpours, why, why is a pro two going to go out there? Like, 
but uh, yeah, it's, it was a tough, tough call, but um, unfortunate. And I know the fans really would have liked having more than five trucks out there, but um, yeah, ho hopefully I, we'll definitely do the cup race at Falkranen, but uh, we were just, that was a decision that was made. So that's kind of our point of view. Nobody, nobody got a pro two question though? All right. Uh, last question that I'll ask you guys, and it's just kind of like ERX then. Um, you guys have been here. You guys have tangled before. So we've seen in, in Rush. Um, what are you guys feeling about ERX? It's, it's a very, you know, technical track. Um, you know, how comfortable? I know you guys might be super comfortable being from the West Coast. You know, Mickey, you comfortable here at ERX? Yeah, you know, I love this track. Like, probably one of my favorite ones. It's real technical. Um, you know, it's one of the one of the few tracks where you've got multiple lines that you can work around, try to make something work. Uh, going out in practice was a little rusty. It's been a while since I've been here. Was trying different lines, you know, with that split lane, inside, outside, uh, through the whoops, you can mix some things up. So uh, just trying to work through practice and figure out what was fast and then qualifying, we were able to put it together and, and put her on pole. Uh, but yeah, I love this track. and. You know, it's it's a tough track to pass sometimes. But they've made some changes this weekend that I think are going to play into, you know, making some better racing. So looking forward to it. Yeah, yeah, I really love coming here. Um, as far as as Tito kind of disagrees with me, this, this is my favorite track actually uh, to drive on, and and uh, facility is awesome. I uh, really love coming here, and I had some bad luck the first time I came here in a pro too, but uh, that's way in the past. So um, yeah, we've we've had great results here, and. Um, I love driving on this track. Like Mickey said, it's technical and it gives you a little bit of everything. Um, multiple options like the Talladega turn, you got two different inside outside, but then before that you got to decide what lane you're running in to get there. That lane's full of sand, it always gets rutted up. So it's super technical for us. Um, yeah, it's just, it's just really fun. Um, <laughs> it's really it. Like, and, and we came here and we tested here a lot um, for a whole weekend. And uh, we were really feeling really comfortable, and I had some confidence coming in this weekend. And um, just like Mickey said, we were able to get it together, and we qualified second and right behind him. So um, off to a solid start, and hopefully we have the same results uh, come race day. Yeah, exa <clears throat> exactly what these guys said. I mean, this track's super fun, technical. Um, we've got pretty much a little bit of everything. We've been pretty quick here, like almost the past four years we've been coming here. We podiumed almost every time. Um, so, I don't know, it's going to be fun. Um, I struggled definitely today in qualifying, but uh, I don't know. It's going to get pretty busy up front. Everyone's, everyone's really fast, and the times are somewhat pretty close. So, it'll be a, a fun race to watch. All right, gentlemen, we are here for rounds five and six at ERX uh, for the Pro 4, uh, the Chap Off Road Series. First question I've got for the both of you, seeing as how you both have this experience. I want to know how do you guys navigate when it comes to that final turn at Crandon and getting into a Monster Energy driver? How do we navigate it? How do you navigate those waters? Whatever something like that, Greg. It's got to be the hammer, not the nail. I love this guy. When you're when, when you're a hammer, everything looks like a nail. I don't know if you looked at a Monster Energy truck. Sometimes they look like a nail. I have no comment. <laughs> <laughs> but I do agree with him.
so obviously this season, Jimmy, uh, you're at the uh, last press conference and um, having a really good season, you know, at Ango. And uh, we'd asked you about kind of being that that guy who's stepping up, going against CJ. And you proved it at Crandon, you know, once again, where you were there Saturday, you were there Sunday, you were there at the cup race. Um, has that done wonders for your confidence? And how do you feel coming into this weekend? Um, yeah, I mean, it, it, it's a huge part of our confidence. You know, last year and the year before, we had some speed. Last year, we had speed, but we couldn't put races together. You know, so we could turn a fast lap, we could qualify on pole, but we couldn't put the race together. Um, this year, we built the truck and the parts, you know, spare parts, Pro 4 eats parts. So um, we've done a lot with that. But as far as a driver, yeah, Crandon was huge for my confidence. Um, that's something I've been missing for a lot of years. Um, because I took five years off from racing, and it took a while to kind of get that back. So, yeah, Crandon was huge. Um, we came here, we're not as fast as we want to be, but, you know, like, there's so many options with split lanes and then the split turn in Talladega, like which one to run during qualifying. We had issues in practice that really didn't get any good practice laps in because just engine trouble, whatever. So, um, yeah, we, confidence is there. I mean, we're sitting fifth for tomorrow, but, I feel very confident that we're going to put it together. We're close enough on lap times, and we know we can run a full race now. Um, I have confidence I can go out there, take care of the truck, be there in the end, and we'll see where we're at. So, uh, And then for you, uh, you know, Andrew, you've stepped back as far as a full-time Pro 4 driver goes, but it's your home track. You know, kind of what's that mentality when you're at Crandon, now you're at ERX? Is it just kind of like a, hey, like, I'm out here to go out and win. There's no point in championship. Do you enjoy kind of being that spoiler part of it then? Yeah, and I mean, we've always gone for wins and and had good luck here in the past. And um, but like Jimmy said, these trucks eat parts. And last year there was definitely races we showed up to with you know cracks in places on the frame that we had to patch together and parts that weren't 100% perfect or showing up with maybe one good drivetrain part hoping it lasts all weekend. And it's really hard to not let that affect your driving. And in these trucks, you can't go out and drive them 90%. You got to hammer on them, otherwise you're not going to be up front. So, um, I would say for me personally, just this is the most prepared we've been. Obviously, that a lot of that is just we're picking the races that you know we feel our trucks are competitive at and aren't going to wreck some of these parts and spoil us for when we get to the big races like here and, and ERX, the ones that. You know, we we um, we need to be able to show up and win at those races, and and uh, yeah, I think it's helped our our parts program and and just the truck prep and and testing. Like, it's cost so much money to bring these trucks to the track, and to bring them to the track and not be 100% certain that you can go and win is tough. It, you're, you're basically wasting money. So, we just said, hey, we're gonna focus and laser focus on these events and when we go we're gonna go to win we're gonna go well tested we're gonna go with the right parts and for me as a driver it takes a lot of the other things I worry about out of my brain and it really lets me just go drive um, and obviously here we're familiar with the track and and uh, love racing here there's a little added pressure just being at the home track and I think everyone thinks you know it so well and all this and we I mentioned it yesterday on the champ off road podcast it's like there's only one time a year the track ever gets this rough and I get to see it the same amount of time everybody else does so if it was perfectly groomed and mint every lap I think we'd have a little advantage but it it, it goes away pretty quick when 
I go into turn two and I almost hit the fence because it's so slippery. I'm like, what in the heck happened in here? So, um, yeah, I would just say laser focused on just winning these races and showing up. We're not in points, so kind of feels silly to go for qualifying and qualify P1 and then get not even an option to start on the pole. You know, and they say, like, oh, you get five points. Well, I'm not really in it for points. So some of it's a little silly, but, uh, you know, we're here racing. Um, we had good time on track today and we're ready for tomorrow um back to you then andrew so let's say you get uh, let's say you get on a good roll let's say erx is a good start um would there be any potential of you racing at lena or mark river Crandon kind of finish out the schedule if you had got if you get in, uh, into a role yeah i mean you need you can't have a you can't have two rounds in a row that you get zero points at and still be a contender for points so that's kind of out of it right but um we're gonna miss lena just nothing against lena it's just it's really hard to race pro fours on that track and not waste a bunch of money um i i love the track i love it in the utvs we're gonna be there we'll be racing so um other than that the rest of the season we'll we're planning on racing so it sounds like we're gonna go to bark river now and i definitely want to go to oklahoma and check that out and and wouldn't miss crandon so um you know, it's really just Anago and, and Lena and, and looking at it strategically, like those races are in the heart of the season when it's tight turnaround time and you got to get these trucks flipped around. It's a lot of work to get these trucks flipped and, and do it the way we need to do it. So um, lo I'd love to go race Lena. We've actually led a lot of laps there and, and done pretty well in the pro floor, but we've also wrecked a lot of stuff and cartwheel trucks and who knows what else. But um, yeah, it, it's, uh, it's tough to, you know, I, I'd be bummed if people didn't come here and race other races, but um, just for me and my program this year, that's that's what's in the cards. So maybe next year we'll be back full force, and we'll see. And then uh, for you, Jimmy, uh, the question is: then you know, obviously uh, Andrew's racing, not racing at Lena, not racing at Andigo. You're racing at Elk River, and then you've got a guy, RJ, who does that too, races here or race at Crandon. With you. In your battle, kind of going with CJ, essentially, kind of you guys being the de facto two two people, does that add any sort of different game plan for you? Navigate, knowing that you have to navigate around guys like you know, potentially Andrew, or potentially RJ, who are very talented, skilled drivers, while still competing with CJ. Um, yeah, I mean, it it does change it. it it changes a lot of things because like a DNF this weekend, having a lot more people in the field can change everything in points it could go cj's way it could go my way a flat tire after the halfway caution could change the points battle for the whole year um so yeah it's a big opportunity which kind of goes back to i need to take care of my equipment um and kind of to what he's saying like right now my you know my truck's smoking like crazy um just because i can't change the motor i have one more motor and we got so many events left i can't change it at this point um so it just kind of is what it is. It's every week trying to get the truck back together, changing diffs, changing transmissions. And there's a lot of stuff that happens during the week that people don't see that's, uh, you pretty much have to go all the way through the Pro 4 truck. It just eats it. And, um, but as far as strategy wise, I mean, you look at Andrew and you got RJ, both of them are fast guys that are capable of winning and capable of shaking up, you know, a podium. Like both of them could be on the podium and, you know, I, I could be in second, CJ could be in fourth, I could be in fourth, CJ could be in second or something like that. Like they're two guys very capable of getting a podium, getting a win. 
and it's going to change the way you know the points battle looks here and any time that they're at the track you know because when it's five of us it's five of us you know and it's a different strategy it's like okay we got opportunity but here we're having to battle two other guys that are very fast and very competitive and we do have to think about points i go in the corner and i bash him i blow a tire i'm sitting eighth not fifth you know and the points difference is quite a bit different so we got to be very patient this weekend and be smart um, we're still racing to win no matter what but i can't just go out and try to you know pass three people in the first turn it's not going to be that kind of weekend it's going to be a weekend where we're just going to be methodical about it, and um, hopefully we do it better than CJ does. So, so <clears throat> I got two questions left. Um, at Crandon, you were seemed to be the proud favorite. The sure hometown track. Who do you think is going to be the proud favorite this weekend? Uh, you know, I'm I'm hoping for one of those Rocky Four scenes where everybody's like Andrew, 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 and then at the end of the race they're like Henderson. Woo! I'm just saying, I mean. <laughs> yeah, I think a big piece is like whoever's up there battling. I think if one guy runs away with the thing, it, the fans get shorted out. I think they'll literally cheer for who's ever making the race fun to watch, right? Like we've seen RJ come here and mix it up. LaDuke's ran well with CJ. Like some of the best Pro 4 races I've rewatched have been here. Not, you know, I am slightly biased, but it 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 makes for good racing. So I really think people don't care they just want to watch trucks you know race hard and and battle for that win and come down to the last lap and i really think like like jimmy said like there's all this now you know we need strategy and all this but at the end of the day i do know we all want to win really bad and all that work that he's talking about during the week like it's really hard to not to, to be patient but at the same time like that's not all for nothing like I want to win for my crew guys and for everyone that's slaving and so does everybody else. Like, it's not like it's just me. So, you know, it's going to, if, if there's a chance that anybody can make a last lap pass and, you know, maybe run a little rough, like it, it's going to happen. Like Jimmy and I could be best friends, but I'd probably take him out for a penny. Like it, it's going to happen. Like, yeah, no, yeah, then you, yeah. So, I mean, it's, we obviously need to, to be respectful and keep this clean and, and not be wrecking each other's trucks and, and, we need to be able to put a show on for the fans the next day too and and all this and and have respect for each other as drivers but we all like it without being said we're all going to hammer down and, and push hard and i think that's where it's gonna it, it that's where it gets fun right you know it's uh the hard part in pro four is keeping them together but the interesting pro part in pro four is not everyone keeps them together like you can go from fifth to first many times i've seen it happen like it ain't over, so yeah, I'm just excited to see it shake out and love racing here and just want to put on a show. Yeah, and that's one thing about, like, well, about this track in particular. Um, you know, Crandon's got a lot of opportunity to pass, but, like, Lena and Anigo, very tight. It you know, takes a couple laps to put a good pass together, a clean pass. But here with the split lanes, the, the Talladega turn, even, like, in Ziggler, like you can put a move on somebody pretty easy in Ziggler. So like he's saying, um, I think it happened to RJ last year. Like RJ got a little wide in Ziggler, LaDuke, CJ, boom, right by him. Like stuff, that's the one thing ERX does bring. Like if the field is tight and I think the top five are within a couple tenths, you know, other than Andrew's last lap, like the top five is kind of stacked. You might see 
us go from like first, fifth to third, to, you know, it could be that type of race. And we've seen that here, but it's the track that that's been built. It gives you those opportunities where you make one mistake, you might get passed by two guys. You know, I think it was last year where we had like five guys and literally it's all in one camera shot. That was cool. That's awesome racing. That's what I love about this track. So pretty, pretty pumped for the weekend. Uh, last question I got then is um, kind of a, a one I got messaging me just kind of from a fan or like a racer. Um, what would your be, what would be your advice to somebody who's like in a you know the sportsman class or somebody who's in a lower class to advance their career and they want to make this you know let's say they're young or middle aged or whatever it is how do they advance their career you know need some advice from the Pro Four guys who are at the you know top of the yeah, food chain, I guess. Well, I mean, I had a lot of years in in, in motorsports, um, circle track, asphalt. You know, raced asphalt, circle track many years. Raced road course, um, did legends, did NASCAR. Uh, had quite a long list of career. And when I came to this, I was very successful in the pro mod, um, turbo, whatever they call it now. Very successful in that, and I got into pro four, and I was like, sweet Jesus. These guys are crazy. Like this is, like it's you have to drive the death out of them. So it's like being prepared for that. You, it, for somebody to move into pro four, they better be the top of their game. Like that you, you know what I mean. I wouldn't tell somebody running middle pack in pro mod to be like, yeah, go buy a pro four, you know. But somebody that's competitive and has the financing or has sponsors, you know, the team needs to be built before you get there. You better have. A good crew chief, you better have a good mechanic, you need to have a good engine program. So it needs to be built and I wouldn't rush it. Because if you rush into a Pro 4 program, I just don't think you'll be successful unless you're, you know, like somewhere where KGB, which is a very talented driver and a very successful um, driver, he'll have a pretty good first season. You know, if, if that's how things go, you know, it kind of looks like he's going to be in John's seat. That's a good program. It's built, it's there. That would be a good way to do it. But to build a team the way, like I built a team from nothing, um, I couldn't have done it without the help of a lot of people. I, I had a good crew chief and it, it, the amount of work is unbelievable. Like I'm telling you, seven o'clock in the morning till midnight, like all the time. It's just like regular hours. So that and financing, you know, you know the engine program and the transmission parts and the front diffs, I mean, you just never know where $2,000 CV throws balls out and you're doing donuts in the middle of the cup race. You know what I mean? So it's like things like that over a rubber boot that fell off. So it's, um, it's a lot to it. I would just um, be patient, don't rush it, and make sure you got you know a good team built around you and make sure you have good financing behind you. Um, and, and that's why I like, like, you look at Prospect, like Prospect's a great way to get into the trucks. It gets you out of a side-by-side -side into a truck, not super expensive, you know, and Chad Rayford might smoke you every week for a while, but once you can beat Rayford and Gray Ledbetter, then yeah, okay, maybe you want to think about it, you know, so. Yeah, I would just say, I think a big thing as racers is, and I did it through my career, it's just like, I find myself being like, oh, when you're in a UTV, you're like, oh, if I could only get in a pro light. And I've heard so many other racers say it. It's like, man, I just want to get into a truck. And then once you're in a pro light, you're like, oh, man, I, I'll, I'll be happy if I was in pro two. And then you're in pro two, and you're like, oh, I just want to get to pro four. 
And I think, like, looking back at my career, like, really happy with all the steps I made. And I feel like I did a lot of them at a, at a, a good opportunity and a good time. But I think the, the thing I would focus on instead of, like, oh, man, I want to be in that pro class or I want to, you know, get to here, I would just focus on, like, where can I get the most experience for the, le the less, least amount of money, whether that's a UTV or whatever it is, like, I honestly think I would have been better off if I would have done a few less years in some of the pro trucks to the two-wheel drive pro truck classes and gotten into a, a turbo sooner to get the four-wheel drive experience and to be able to like transfer that and like pro four is not the place to cut your teeth like it is not the place to gain racing experience it is extremely expensive to get racing experience in pro four I don't care what anybody tells you um all those parts are custom made and they they don't they're not quickly made and it just it comes with a lot of a lot of money and i think like jimmy said like you you need to have the program dialed otherwise you're just going to be shredding dollar bills so you know it, you'd be better off just giving me your money and i'll take you out back and kick you in the nuts and then you know you'll have the same ending right like you'll have a pit in your stomach and you won't have any money so same ending but i think either way like Wherever you're at, if you're getting laps and you're finishing all your races and you're gaining experience, every class out here, sportsman, pro, everything, the person that's winning is doing a lot of things well. And if you can go out and beat them, it's not an easy task. So I think you need to be at the top of your game in your class before you even think about moving. And, and the big thing that I focused on early in my racing was like, the worst thing that could happen my first race ever is if I went out there and broke on lap one. Because then you paid the same amount of money, but you got literally one lap. And that's all laps that you could have had experience. So I think taking it at a pace that you need to finish, even if you're not in a points championship, but thinking of your driving experience as points. Like you need all those points. You need, you need to finish all the laps. And when you look in stock truck and some of these guys, like there are, I guarantee you, there are sleepers in some of those classes. Like you could, you could grab uh, Joey Machosik and put him in a pro two. He'd probably drive the wheels off of it because he's made a lot of that like experience through these classes. And it's like, yeah, he doesn't like he, if he would have jumped into pro two five years ago, he probably could be where he's at right now, but it would have cost him a lot more money. So I think like, be happy where you're at and finish all your laps and, and push your truck to the limit. And when you get to the point where your program's strong enough where you can go to the next step, like don't hamstring yourself and go there without funding or go there without support or the right team because it, all it's going to do is waste money quicker. So long story short. <laughs> Sweet.